What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, Magic just threw in a little surprise for us there. Uh, to open the show, neither one, uh, you or I, uh, knew uh, that that was coming. But the Associated Press, you still think they're full of shit, Papa Dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> By the way, Purdue got beat 30 to 13, so that just solidified what I said. I got to tell you, Magic snuck that in there. I had no <laughs> idea it was coming, and I, I about didn't open the show. I thought, what is going on right now? So I got to give Magic the shout out for that. That, oh, that yeah. was great. That was great. He's in the background right now dying laughing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, this is the shout out show, right? Yeah. So can I give a shout out real quick before we start? You're the boss. Okay. Well, you're the one who usually gives a shout out. I don't have one. Um, I, I, and I don't know if, if, if Ed Gagnon uh, watches the show or not, but he is a uh, avid listener to all the, the uh, horse uh, side of it, whether it be Magic Mike, the racing dudes, uh, buys the product. Very, very great customer of ours. Uh, he just hit the pick five at Indiana Grand using our picks today for $5,700. He just tweeted out the ticket on uh, face, or excuse me, on Twitter. So congratulations to Ed. Really, really nice guy. He's been a fan of ours for a long time. And, man, $5,700 today at Indiana Grand. That's a hell of a Monday, Papa Dude. That's not too bad. And, Ed, I got some advice for you. Don't try it anymore. <laughs> never hit another one. Take your $5,700 and enjoy it and – just just know that you did something not very many people do. <laughs> I promise you, Ed will be firing away tomorrow. That I can okay. promise you. He is a he is a big time gambler and a really, really good guy. Uh so just wanted to congratulate him. I literally he just tweeted it that's right funny. when we went on the air. So I wanted that's to give him a big shout good out. Stuff. Good stuff. I know it's awesome, man. That's that makes that smiles from ear to ear that we can help somebody uh cash like that. Uh that's that's always really, really good. So uh, very, very excited. All right, Papa Dude, we're going to get into what we're covering today. The thing I love about the Monday night uh, shows at 6 p.m. is we can lead you right into Monday night football. So we'll hop into this game real quick, the game that will start here in about an hour. It's the Saints and the Seahawks. Seahawks still holding as a five-point underdog here. Um, what do you think, Papa Dude? Uh, you, I know the Seahawks, you were high on them on Thursday. Are you still sticking with them tonight? I am. I, I think they're desperate. It's Monday night. They're at home, not high on New Orleans. So, yeah, I like the line a lot. I I, I really do. I think they're going to play a great game. The, 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 I guess the line is probably because um, Wilson didn't play. Yeah. So I thought Geno Smith played pretty good in the second half against Pittsburgh the other night. I think that's a sign that – you know, he's starting to get the feel of things. I think they're going to play great tonight, don't you? I do. I would be surprised if Seattle doesn't play a, a good game. We kind of talked about it on Thursday. I, a lot of people think they're done. I just don't think so. It's a Monday night game. Uh, they're playing an opponent that's, I don't know, iffy, I guess, would be how you want to call the Saints. Sometimes they look good. 
Sometimes they do not. I think they I think they play well enough to cover uh, the five points. I would love to give you a team total pick here because uh, we did pretty well last week. If you yes. listen to the show, those those team totals did well. We'll talk about that a little bit more on Thursday. I don't really like either, either one of these teams for the team total, though. Uh, I think that uh, New Orleans was like 23 and a half. I don't know. That's just, <laughs> that's going to be real close, I think. And then Seattle yeah. was 19 and a half. I think that'll be real close, too. So uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to give a team total uh, tonight. I, I, I just think it's going to be tough, but I will take Seattle plus the five. It's Gino versus Jameis. Not the most intriguing matchup, but we got nothing else on Mark says. Well, we got hockey here. Well, that's true. We do have the Blues and the Kings tonight and the Blues yeah. still undefeated. They beat the Kings over the weekend. So that that was good. Uh, and Russ, I totally agree. We do not advertise quitting gambling on this show. Papa <laughs> dude. Come on. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> well, I just, you know, you had to pick five. I don't know what there is left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to retire after that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, here's the deal. The title of this show is OU Almost Lost to Kansas, and Papa Dude is pissed. But I'm going to make Papa Dude do the NFL first, and then we'll get to college football. That's See if we can get him riled up idea. before we get to that OU game. Uh, so... Let's let's start it off right here with this Thursday night uh, football game. We kind of talked about it. We kind of thought the Browns might sneak it out. You went with the Browns under the uh, team total, which happened. They still get the win, seventeen to fourteen over the Broncos. Uh, you know, on the surface, you look at this and go, "That is a terrible game." Mm-hmm. But in reality, with all the injuries, I thought this was a big win for the Browns. Oh, it was a huge win, and, and shows you what they're made of. And they got an unbelievable performance out of their third string running back. Well, the same thing, his name, DeForest or something, Johnson, I think. Yeah, you got it. Wow. He was unbelievable. Yep. And some people probably think, why wasn't he playing in the first place? Well, the two guys ahead of him are very, very good. Yeah, that was a, the perfect game for us. Mm-hmm. You picked the Browns to win. And I said under whatever they were supposed to score. We hit both of them. I remember I texted you it was about three minutes ago, and I said, just end this game right now. We've got it right where we want it. And, yeah, it kept the Browns in the hunt. And uh, uh, Keenum was okay. You know, he was okay. He is what he is. Yeah. And they're lucky to have a guy like that that can come yep. in there and, and, and play. Now they got to get Mayfield back and get some guys back. And they got a big one this week against the Steelers. But that was a huge win for them. And how bad is Denver? Oh, they're really bad because the Browns were begging to get beat in that game. And I, I think he described it well. Keenum was okay. Like, yeah. you know, he wasn't – honestly, he wasn't quite as good as what I thought he would be in that game. And well, you know, the first drive, they went right down the field. Yep. After that, they didn't do anything. So. I know. Yeah, yeah. And listen, Jarvis Landry made a huge difference. He was the difference, yeah. I think, offensively, but he also got hurt at the end of the game. So. I know, I know. We'll see. We'll talk about that more on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, kind of a, a snoozer here. I don't know if you followed this game much. The Packers beat uh, Washington 24 to 10. It, it kind of just seemed like the Packers toyed within the whole game. Uh, you know, they're just so much better. And Washington is really bad. We, we won't talk much about this one. Uh, but, but, but this one we will talk a lot about, or at least a little bit about. Tennessee 27, Kansas City 3. Kansas City does not score a touchdown in this game. I don't think we're shocked that Tennessee won. I think we, we, I mean, obviously we both took Tennessee. 
uh, to win this game last week. But how shocked were, were you at just how bad the Chiefs played? I'm totally shocked at what's going on. Uh, remember back when we were doing our over-unders on how many games they were going to win? Vegas had Kansas City at 12 and a half, and we're both sitting there going, how in the world could they do that? Well, we got that figured out now, don't we? Yeah. I don't think they thought it was going to happen like this, though. And this was a game that I thought they would lose uh, before the season ever started because Tennessee runs the football. They can eat clock, shorten the game. They're good. And I thought they would beat them, and this would be one of the games uh, they would lose, but not like this. Yeah. And, you know, the Chiefs, you hit the nail on the head a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. They're not very good anywhere else but the quarterback. And the quarterback's average at best right now. And all of the flaws that they have are being exposed because, as I wrote in an article, they got to have him play like Superman, and he ain't playing like Superman right now. He's playing like, you know, average quarterback in the NFL. And, you know, I looked up some statistics today, and and, and the the bottom line is – the Chiefs are minus 10 yep. in turnover margin. Well, you can't hardly get away, f- away with that anytime. But when your defense sucks and you can't stop anybody and you're minus 10 in the turnover ratio, you're not going to win games. I don't care how Mahomes is playing. They're still not going to win games. And he's taking all the heat and he's not playing well. And he admits it. He's struggling with the way the defenses are playing the Chiefs. The other thing is they can't run the ball. Yep. They don't have a running back that's, that's, you know, that good. They may ought to make a trade for Cleveland's third-string running back that just came to me. Maybe they ought to, ought to do that, trade one of them worthless offensive linemen that they think are so good. And, and that might be what they need to do. But they're, 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 they're in some trouble. Um, the other interesting stat, in the Super Bowl years, that's the last two years. Mm-hmm. Mahomes had 11 total interceptions in those two years. That's 11 in about, what, 40 games, roughly, you yeah. know, 40 games. Turn it over 11 times. Or he intercepted 11 yeah. times. He has nine already this year. Nine. That's I don't know this, but I bet you that's more than any quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't know that for sure. I do know he also has three fumbles, so he's actually turned the ball over 12 times. Yeah. And, you know, to me, he just looks really, really confused. He yeah. goes back there, and, and, and it used to be, man, he's just slinging it all over the place. He goes back now, and it's like, I don't know where to throw the ball. I don't know where to go with it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, is this guy open? Is this guy open? And then all of a sudden, he, he, it's a sack. And all of a yeah. sudden, he's scrambling. If you look at the amount of times he's ran the ball this year, it's almost as much as as he did all year last year, which yeah. kind of tells me it's breaking down. Either nobody's open or he can't find him, and he's out of the pocket. He's running. Yeah. He's running, and that's why the fumbles uh, are coming up. I don't care who the quarterback is. When they get out of that pocket in the NFL, there's a good chance they're going to fumble if yeah. they get hit. They all do it, and he's yeah. no exception. And I think he's pressing. I think he's trying to do too much. Yeah. Instead of letting the game come to him, he's trying to make the big play and trying to do too much. Let me ask you this. Is that $50 million contract weighing heavy on his mind a little bit? Does that put extra pressure on him? 
I think it could be part of it. I, I definitely do. I, I don't think he's the type of guy that, okay, I got the big contract, so I'm not concentrating or anything like that. No, I, I don't think either. it's that. But the pressure is different, I think, when you know you're getting paid that. I, I, I think it could be part of it. Yeah. I think the bigger part of it is kind of what you touched on. I think they kind of got exposed as an offense. I'm not talking about him, but as an offense in general. Mm-hmm last year in the Super Bowl, and I think teams are kind of mimicking what Tampa did, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they can't move the ball very well. Right. And, and I think... Go ahead. Well, I listen, the, the last thought on him, mm-hmm. he's had three years of absolute brilliance that oh, nobody yeah. will ever be able to take away from him. No. Seems like the defenses have adjusted to be an absolute, you know, Hall of Fame type of player. Now you have to adjust to what you're yeah. seeing. That's his challenge. That's their challenge the rest of the year. Their defense is trash. It's not going to get any better. The offense can get better and should. We'll see if it can. That's going to be a really interesting uh, thing to kind of follow. Yeah, and it's the defense. That's a a huge part of the problem. They just can't stop anybody. Now, they got the Giants this week in Kansas City. You know, now if they lose that one, then they got problems. If they, if they lose that one, Chad Henney might be the quarterback the rest of no, the year. True. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, no, he's not. Not when you're paying somebody $50 million. This year. is true. And that's it's just a situation that offensively they're going to have to get it figured out. They're, they're, they are a lot like a team we'll talk about in the college ranks a little bit later. Yeah, and, and I want to make one thing perfectly clear. I don't blame Patrick Mahomes for making $50 million a year. No. I've always said that. You know, everybody goes, golly, he's making $50 million. Well. Not Patrick Mahomes' fault. Are you going to tell somebody, no, I don't want that kind of money. It's not, I'm not worth it. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. You know, it's not his fault. Somebody's stupid enough to pay him that. And, you know. <laughs> well, and listen, if it wasn't the Chiefs, it would have been somebody else. That's exactly. You know, Absolutely right. That's just what the market is for a quarterback yeah. like that. And again, I don't think it's really that. I think no, it's I don't. teams have kind of figured it out, figured out how to stop them, mm-hmm. figured out how to slow them down. And now they can't make big plays down the field. They don't have a running game. And yeah. you force them into, into smaller pockets and smaller smaller spaces to throw the ball yeah. into. Shit happens. So, and, and isn't it funny? We texted this yesterday. How Andy Reid, the offensive genius of all time, yeah. now just looks like me and you. Right. <laughs> it's just funny how yeah. that works. It's, it's, it's always tough when you don't have that quarterback out there yeah. just making circus plays. That's right. <laughs> Game right. after game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a couple of comments before we move yeah. on to the next one here. Uh, Mark says they have to win out to cover that 12 and a half uh, over under. And instead, they likely miss the playoffs. I don't know if that's 100% true or not yet, Mark, but it doesn't look good. And Russ says playoffs. <laughs> the whole Jim Moore thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, I looked at their schedule. They got Green Bay and Dallas. Yep, still to come. That's in. They're both in Kansas City. They got Pittsburgh in Kansas City. They never play Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They play them every year, and it's always in Kansas City. I, yeah. I, I don't get that either. Um, but you know, those are games iffy. They got to go to Cincinnati, like he said. That's yeah. looking like a tough game. I they got to play the Raiders twice. Yep. And and they got to go to play um, the Chargers again. Yep. You know, if if. The Raiders and the Chargers are are for real. A couple more losses, and they may not make the playoffs. I mean, it's possible. 
it seems like they got a really tough schedule coming up. They it, it, it's kind of a it's it's a weird deal of oh they'll absolutely win that game type of game or ooh they may lose that game. There's no kind of in between there. So we'll see how it goes. But yep. boy, it's it's uh, it's not good there in Kansas City. All right, <laughs> the Dolphins. <laughs> Gosh. They, they finally get the lead, and then they blow up the end. Atlanta wins 30-28. to 28. Uh, New England just dominates uh, the Jets. New England finally gets a home win. That was good to see. How about mm-hmm. this one? The Giants beat the Panthers 25-3. to 3. The Panthers were 3-0 and at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What has happened to the Panthers? Uh, Sam Darnold has come <laughs> down, down to earth. earth. He's playing like crap. Never been a fan. You know, I thought there for a while, because he was playing good early when they went to Dallas and got beat. I thought he played great that night. Yeah. And I thought, well, okay, he got out of that pressure of New York and he's down there where he settled down and can play. No, I think that's part of it. Uh, I don't know. that That's a shocker. Uh, by the way, have you ever seen an NFL week with so many one-sided scores? No, no. Oh. They're just, they're, there wasn't a lot of interesting games no. all week. There really I wasn't. Six, I think I was – Figured it up. Six of the games were settled by more than 20 points. The winning margin was more than 20 points. Wow. I, that never I, happens. No, no. Well, you know, we've had like heart stopping games, I feel yeah. like all year. And yeah. maybe now that it's kind of just evened out. Um, well, it was a bad week. You know. It was a bad week. And we'll talk about the game as far as the record, two teams' record go was the game of the week, but it, it didn't turn out to be on the field. How about this? The Bengals go into Baltimore and just pound the Ravens 41 to 17. It it could have been worse. I mean, this was total domination. How shocked were you that the Ravens just like no showed in this game? I know, totally shocked. Um, the, the Ravens had played bad every once in a while. You know, they've had a couple of clunkers, but been playing so well and killed the Chargers the week before. And this was a pretty big game. I mean, it's a division game. Yeah. And, you know, first place was on the line and to lay an egg like that. Yeah, that was a shocker. And look at the Bengals, five and two. I know. There's Cincinnati sits at five and two. How about that? Joe Burrow. I, I, I'm just gushing on this guy. I, every week I'm like, this guy is good. Like, he yeah. is going to be the next big-time quarterback. Um, but the funny thing is about that, I feel the same way about Justin Herbert. I really like him. He went to Baltimore, like you said last week. Yeah. He got the shit kicked out of I mean, him. So Joe Burrow goes in there. I was like, ah, oh, my guy, Joe Burrow, this is going to be a tough game for him. He just goes off. He's the, the number one fantasy quarterback of the week was Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. Thank you, Joe. I have you in uh, in the league. So I don't know why you like him so well. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I drafted him. And they're like, ooh, you drafted Joe Burrow. I was like, this kid is good. He's really, yeah, he... really good. Um, anyway, yeah, he he was he was awesome in this game. So, yeah, I mean, there, there you have it. The, the Bengals right now are in first place in that division. Right. And a division we thought would be super tough, and I still think it's decent, not maybe as tough as we thought. But there are the Bengals sit there, number one. So, uh, yeah, and, and and Russ is right. We talked about this Thursday show. Russ <laughs> says it, it was a bad week, and there were six teams on a bye. And the six teams that were on the bye, most of them were pretty good teams that you yeah. like to watch, you know. Yes. And so that hurt it, too. It really did. Yeah. Mark says Baltimore has squeezed by in a lot of games. That boy, is that true? Uh, I, I don't know how good they are. The NFC North is a mystery. Who is legit going forward? Kind of true, right? Baltimore could easily be two and five. They, they've stuck by some some right. real close games. Uh, I think for me, I thought, well, 
they kind of have it going now that they just killed the Chargers, and we didn't see that up and down within the game type situation. But I think we saw all the up against the Chargers and all the down against Cincinnati. It, it wasn't yeah. good. What about that in a AFC uh, North going forward? What do you what do you think? Ooh, that's because what's going to happen is they're going to start knocking each other off as yep. they go along. Cleveland's not healthy, um, and who knows when they're going to be healthy. But if they could get back here before long. You know, if they beat – this is a big game this week, them in Pittsburgh. Um, the winner of that game is going to be in good shape, and the loser of is going to fall back some. So that's a huge game. We don't really know about the Steelers yet. We don't think they're very good. They're so classy, though. You mm-hmm. can't count them, and they'll beat somebody they shouldn't. I still think Baltimore's the best. Yeah. but Even after this loss, I kind of agree. It's I don't think Pittsburgh's very good. I think they'll end up fading. Well, uh, Cleveland. That's the one we don't know. They're just a mess. I, I just can't see them winning it. I think it's going to come no. down to, to Baltimore or Cincinnati. Yep. Um, see, what's messed this division up is we didn't think Cincinnati was going to be this good. Yep. And they got a win over Pittsburgh, and they got one over Baltimore that you didn't think they were going to win. So it's messed everything up with these teams that you thought were going to be pretty good. Absolutely. And I think you could say the same about the next team we're going to talk about. The Las Vegas Raiders are now five and two. We spent and uh, guys in the chat, too. Uh, we, we, we included you guys with this talk about this game because the Raiders were just a three point favorite. And, and we were like, oh, my God, this is so obvious that the Raiders should cover this. And everybody was like, no, it's a trap. Don't do it. And we kind of like it kind of feels like it. we're going to take the Raiders anyway. Well, the Raiders win and it really wasn't close. So maybe this wasn't a trap. To me, the Eagles have said the hell with the season. And the Raiders are like, okay, yeah, Gruden's gone, but uh, we're in first place in this division right now. (laughs) Well, you know what is aggravating to me? And and, and again, I've got a little personal thing in this because I like Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. It's just him. He has nothing else. And that, you know, the running back who they never run, he got hurt, I heard today in this game. So they're going to go about four and 13 and it's all going to be his fault. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. He's going to have unbelievable statistics because he has to do everything. Well, and let me be clear. I'm not as big a Jalen Hurts fan as you, but I don't have anything against him. I like him. I think he's, I think he's a really, really good guy. I think he's tough as nails. This is ridiculous what they've done to him. And then yeah. He's still short. He's already shorthanded. And then you trade Ertz, who was his best target. It's ridiculous. They have set him up to fail right. in Philadelphia. And you're right. There's there's a lot of people, not people that listen to this show, and not me and you, no. and Magic, but a lot of people out there will blame it all on him at the end of yeah. the year when they win three or four games. Well, the quarterback the always gets the blame, you yeah. know, and it's dumb. But by the way, Magic, I think Detroit has a huge chance to win this week. Okay, you know, now let's move on to the to, to why you might think that. No, that's not why I think it, but Detroit was a huge uh, underdog going to L.A. to take on the Rams. And you know what? They battled. They battled. They it was did. close for, for a long time. Um, you know, the Rams had to score a lot of points late in this fourth quarter to win. They do get the job done, 28 to 19. But, yeah, the Lions fought, didn't they? Yes, they did. And uh, – 
would this have been the most embarrassing lie? I shouldn't say this. I'm just going to say this because of magic. But would this have been the most embarrassing loss in Los Angeles Rams history? Oh, I don't know. They've got a lot of embarrassing losses. I know they do. Uh, and again, here's here's what we see so often. You know, you got the Rams. They're, they're rolling. They're playing great. In comes Detroit. They're not ready for them. Yep. And Detroit goes out there and plays great. Yep. Yeah. I kind of think they're going to beat the Eagles this week. It's in Detroit. This is their week. I I mean, listen, the Eagles, like Russ said just a minute ago, and we wholeheartedly agree, they're obviously tanking and yeah. just bullshit moves by the Eagles. And Mark says I he thinks the line the best win winless team in years. They may be. I kind of agree because they've had a chance to beat Baltimore. With all, not even a chance. They should they got have beaten screwed out of that game. Yes. And Tucker still has to kick a, a field yeah. goal that sets Absolutely. a record to beat them. So they had that game won. They, they had Minnesota. another game won. Minnesota. Yes. They had this game not won, but they were in the game. And yeah. these are good teams. Minnesota is a team we think could make the playoffs. Obviously, the Rams are going to, unless something just totally falls apart, yeah. makes the playoffs. We think the Ravens still have a shot to win their division. Yeah. These are good teams. Now they play a shitty team. They need to win. Yes, they do. This is their chance, and because they've got they've got the Eagles right where they want them. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a huge game for them. Huge. Yeah, I hope I hope they get the job done for. I for do Magic. too. Right, we we're all just uh... <laughs> here. You go. Uh, Magic said, "Love the huge aggression early from the Lions. Didn't last long enough. Why does that sound familiar? <laughs> but at least they're trying to do whatever they can to win or or get a spark. So there's your weekly uh, Magic thoughts on the Lions. So we'll see if. Week, uh, what, what is next week? Week uh, eight. eight or seven? Week eight. It's week eight. eight. We'll see if week eight is the magic week for the Lions. All right, let's move on though to my team. Well, sort of my second team. The rounds are my first team. I'll admit that. But my second team, Arizona, they're now seven and oh. And listen, took care of business 31 to five. This game was never in doubt. I think the Texans are the worst team. I think they're way worse. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Talk about a team that's tanked it. Yeah. And by the way, do you see where old Deshaun Watson, where's he going? The, the Dolphins? Well, that's the rumor. I don't know if that's, that's official. Yeah, that's a good quality person you want leading your team, don't you think? I, I am shocked. Somebody. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I read that. I was like, what? Uh, like, why is anybody talking to this guy? It's crazy. But, but you yeah. know, here's the Cardinals. What impressed me about them, and I don't, you know, I don't know what Houston's doing right now, but they didn't have a letdown. They just yep. methodically beat the crap out of them. And that's yep. what you're supposed to do when you're a good team. Yep. And we will have a lot of fun talking about the Cardinals uh, on the Thursday show because they play Thursday night against the Packers. And that is game. the game of the year so far in the NFL uh, through, yep. eight, or through eight weeks. But that's going to be a big game. We'll talk about that a lot on, uh, like I say, on Thursday. So let's move on, though. A couple more to go that, I mean, really uneventful. The uh, Tampa Bay, 38, Bears, three. The Bears are back to reality this week. Mm -hmm. Horrific by them. Uh, what about this one? The Colts go to San Francisco and win. I think San Francisco's done after this. How one. do you they, do? They didn't look good. Yeah. But it's Colts. I mean, they, they win 30 to 18 here. They're in a division that's fairly weak. Um, can they kind of get back into things? They didn't look too bad last night. No. And they they won a, a, a real character building game the, the week before where they blew that game and then came back. Was it? It was them, right? They came back to Carolina and won an overtime. Yep. And this is after the. Oh, that was Minnesota. That was Minnesota. Okay. Well, anyway, I, they they beat somebody last week, and it was coming off a game where they had the Ravens beat. I think it was the Ravens. 
and, and they lost in overtime. Wasn't that the Ravens they had beat that night on Monday night? I think it was. Let's just look at this. Yes, that was the Ravens, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, right here. they're yeah. showing a little bit of character. Uh, Carson Wentz played good, I thought, in yeah. that in the in the 49ers game. I didn't watch a lot of that. Uh, but I think the 49ers are done. I don't exactly know what's wrong with them. Yeah. I guess they're just not very good. Yeah, but the Colts play in the division with the Titans, and that's who they play this week. There's their big chance. If they can win that, they'll only be a game behind Tennessee, and suddenly yep. they're in the hunt. And they could get on a roll depending on what their schedule is and maybe get in there as a wild card too, playing in that weak division. The only problem is, boy, the Titans are playing awfully well. They the, are. Only, the only problem with the Titans is they did lose to the Jets. So you know they can, they've can they got a clunker out there somewhere. So yeah, this, this is the game for Indy. They've got to win this game. Yeah, this will be a very interesting game. Like I said, you win this one, then you get the Jets. Then yep. You get the Jaguars. You, you can go. really start to build something. You win that one. You go to four and four. You get the next two. You're six and four. Yep. But then you've got the Bills and the Bucks after. Well, that. I mean, listen, you're, you're going to have tough games throughout yeah. the year. You've got a chance to get on a roll here. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. Magic yeah. says, I only made one bet all weekend. I put my bankroll on Colts plus four. Wish it had gone the money line. Wow. That's still a very good bet. Still a very, very good, good bet. bet. Uh, Russ is pointing out that, hey, don't, don't give the Eagles too much uh, trouble. They're trying to set up for the draft. They've got three top ten picks yeah. uh, lined up here possibly. So we'll see what happens with that. But they – I well, still think – gotta... Probably what will happen the way the NFL is, they'll let Jalen Hurts go 4-13 and 13, and they'll draft a quarterback and dump him. That's probably what will happen. Well, my deal on the, on the Hurts thing is you shouldn't try to purposely, you know, put your quarterback – in, in shitty spots when they're this young. That's how you ruin one. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, it makes me mad. But anyway, we'll move on to college football. That's enough NFL talk. Um, I'm just going to make you wait one more game because we do need to mention the Thursday night game because we talked about it a lot. SMU took care of Tulane 55 to 26. Uh, you had SMU covering. I had SMU over 41 and a half team total points. That was easy. Um, can SMU challenge Cincinnati? That's the question. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I came away from that game very impressed uh, with them. I mean, I know Tulane, the superpower that almost beat Oklahoma and has gone zero and six since. I mean, they're a super team, obviously. Uh, I thought they would put up a little bit better fight. The game was kind of close there for a little bit, and they, and they faked a field goal, and they had to play. Tulane did, and it didn't work. And after that, Tana Mordecai, um, obviously a better quarterback than Spencer Rattler, uh, but we chose Spencer Rattler over him. <laughs> anyway, uh, look at those stats, 30 yeah. out of 42, 427 yards. I looked it up today because I was writing an article on him already. He has 29 touchdown passes already. 29? Yeah. Um, the, the downside on SMU is they have not played anybody. So we don't know yet uh, about them. But with their offense, if they can give him time, they've got great receivers. They run the ball pretty well. I think they're going to give Cincinnati a game. Uh, it's in Cincinnati. But they got a tough one this week first. SMU yep. plays Houston this week at Houston. And they got to get by that one first. But I was very impressed with the SMU offense. Yeah, I like SMU a lot. I, I, I'm a little worried about what their defense will look like yeah. against a good team. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Now let's listen. This game of Houston's not gonna be easy. Houston's yeah. only lost one. It was the first game of the year. They just flat out did not play well. They've been playing better. So that'll be a game we talk about Thursday. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, well, right. and I, I, the, here's an interesting line too. Okay. Houston's a one point favorite in that game. Oh no, not another Associated Press rant coming up on Thursday. How can I, I don't get it? But anyway, yeah, we'll save it till Thursday because that line may change. I have a feeling it's going to. Yeah, a lot. Uh, when we sat here last Monday, a lot of those college football games did kind of, kind of, kind of start to shift uh, before the Thursday show that we did, um, and a couple didn't, and and so we'll kind of talk about those as well as we go on. All right, it's time for this. Uh, Russ says, "Let's hear the Sooners talk," and Mark says, uh, "The crazy week." that was college football no top 25 team looked good that's kind of true mark but there's one that looked worse than the others that's oklahoma i'm gonna start with the good news oklahoma won 35 to 23 that's the only good news could you got you got anything else (laughs) Uh, i got so much i don't even know where to start but mark makes a good point no top 25 team looked good because georgia didn't play And that's the only top 25 team that's worth a shit in the first place. So, I mean, every other top 25 team has flaws. Yeah. And, uh, but none of them have as many as this bunch here that might be (laughs) the most overrated team, not only in history, but in Oklahoma history. Mm -hmm. Where do we start, Aaron? Uh, I was telling Magic Magic was on here a while ago before we started. I literally walked the floor the whole second half against Kansas because if we lost, and this is no lie, this would have been the worst loss in Oklahoma football history. Ever. There's no question about it. Yep. And I I don't want to knock Kansas because I got a lot of respect for them. I know. Well, I mean, to come out and play like they did. You know, they didn't have to even show up. But that shows you what college athletes are about. There was pride on the line. Mm -hmm. They weren't going to go out there and just roll over for this bunch of overrated superstars that aren't superstars in Oklahoma. So you got to give them a little bit of credit. But I don't even know where to start, Aaron. I don't know where to start. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of set you up on a few things. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll kind of set it up, and then you take it from there. Kansas. Yeah. Okay, Kansas, just to, just to set this up, they're, they're ranked like 130th in the nation in offense and 129th in defense. This could be the worst team in the country, period. Not Power 5. This could They could be the worst out there, right? Oh, well, they're they're top 10 in the bottom 10. That's for sure. They're number 10 in mind. Yes. I mean. And, and so Kansas. Yes. Drives the ball down the field for a touchdown and takes up nine minutes yes. of the clock on the opening drive. Yes. How right. is that possible? Well, that that's the, that's. Anyway, coming into the game. Kansas against Big 12 teams mm-hmm. had, to, had 31 offensive possessions against the Big 12 teams, 31 coming into the game. Mm-hmm. And they scored four times, four touchdowns, four touchdowns in 31 possessions. And two of those last week were against Texas Tech 
in the last two minutes of the game when they were behind 41 to nothing. Yep. All right. Against Oklahoma in eight possessions, they scored three touchdowns and a field goal. Yep. Four out of eight against the number three team in the country. And let me let me let me go on with something else. It should have been four touchdowns. Yes. Their field goal, their guy now it was a hold. It was the yep. right call. But they had a guy holding that wasn't even close to the football. No. It was the worst hold I've ever seen. Yeah. Or it would have been four. And oh, by the way, they're driving to score a touchdown again and they fumbled the ball. They fumbled the ball, and that yeah. was just a fluke thing, too. Yep. So if you watch this game, Oklahoma should not have won. No. They shouldn't have. They got the crap beat out of them. Yep. Not only did they they physically got the crap beat out of them. Yep. And I was listening to Teddy Lehman today, who's a, a, the play-by-play, the uh, color man on the uh, OU radio. Yeah, former former Buckus uh, winner. Buckus the guy knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He played at OU Superstar. Got yep. drafted in the pros and got hurt. Or would have had a long career in the pros. And he knows what he's talking about. And he's on a podcast, and I was listening to it today. Shocked at what he said. Yep. Totally shocked. Well, he, he basically said, said they don't know how to line up. That, he said he was the other guy on the show is Gabe Eichert, who was a lineman at OU and, and re, more recently than Teddy. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he does the offense when they analyze the OU game and Teddy Lehman does the defense. So they watch the film and they write down notes about what they're going to say on the podcast. Well, anyway, Lehman said he watched the first half and he thought, why am I going to watch the second half? Every play is exactly the same. There's not going to be any difference because on every play, they're not lined up right. They don't know what they're doing. They're not communicating with each other. Nobody's making an adjustment to the formation that Kansas is putting out there. Now that tells us a couple of things. Number one, they are not listening to the coaches. Okay. Or number two, they're not getting coached. Now, I'm not going to lay it on the coaches yet, but <laughs> they've got to take some credit. They have to take some blame, I mean. Right. If you're not getting through to the players, having coached for 40 years, it's either because they don't like you, they have no respect for you, or they've just totally tuned you out. And I've had teams like that. And so most most players will listen to you if they respect you and if they like you. So the fundamental things that Teddy Lehman is talking about, I guarantee you those coaches are telling them. I yeah. mean, they're fundamental things. They're telling them. They're just not listening to them. They're not doing what they're told. He, he so, said one he said one thing that was just like I about I was walking the dog when I when I uh, was listening to it's called the Oklahoma Breakdown is the podcast. Even if you don't like OU, you can really learn a lot from these two guys. Yeah. They really know football. They do. And Teddy Lehman said once, he said uh, on a few of these plays, I didn't know if the secondary was in zone or man, and I don't think they knew it either. Yeah. <laughs> He's like it's just a body out there in space right. just floating around. Yeah. Well, the gist of the whole thing is Oklahoma was not ready to play. Right. I mean, we can all agree with that. They were not ready to play. Now, some of that is to be expected. Mm -hmm. These kids are not stupid. They know who they're playing. 
And even at the high school level, they know when they're playing yeah. a team that's not very good. What we used to do when we knew we were playing a inferior team, you don't go in and say, God, these guys are good. They can do this, man. Look at your yeah. kids look at you and say, what are you on pot? What are you doing? They've won one game. They suck. Yeah. So you take them down and you set them down and you do this on the very first meeting you have that week of the game. And you put up on the board, zero, zero. That's what the score is going to be when you start. Mm -hmm. And then we used to put up 42 to six. And we would say, okay, it starts at zero, zero. What you do through the week or through the game is going to make it 42 to six. Right. You're going to have to make plays to get to 42 to six. And you do that every single day. Now I'll bet you the Oklahoma coach did the same thing. I bet they did. Yeah. These kids are not listening to the coaches. Well, okay. Let me hop in on this. Okay. If you listen to the first pod we did when we were talking about the OU season, I yep. said, I like Lincoln Riley. Thanks, yep. good coach. I think there's a culture problem at OU. I just don't think they're ever, you know, fully engaged in all these games. And, and mm -hmm. I think they're assholes. When they took the field Saturday, I looked at Heather and said, they're acting like the biggest bunch of yep. pricks I've ever seen. I said, look at the freaking quarterback. This is a true freshman yep. quarterback out there acting like a jackass. They mm -hmm. all were laughing, messing around. I was like, this, yep. they will, they will, they'll play like shit the first quarter. Yeah. Like, well, I had no doubt they would. Yeah. And so they, it's just the, the big story in Oklahoma this week was how are we going to handle Spencer Rattler? Yeah. Are we going to put him in a game when we get ahead 40 to nothing? Or is that an insult to him? Right. Well, you don't think those players aren't hearing that? Yeah. But it's still, it's on the players to go in. It is like, on the players. So anyway, I was pissed before the game even started. I, I was just like, I cannot stand when we act like this. It's awful. And they, we do it all too often uh, yeah. under Lincoln Riley. We have for a long time yeah. since he's first started. And, they, um, but, and they, Go ahead. Well, but all that goes away. You go out and play, you can act like an asshole. I don't really care. Well, but. you can let a team go down. Okay. You come out, you're not ready. Yeah. And they take it down the field and score on you. We, you see that a lot. It does. And I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by that. No. But then you go out. And you take care of business after that. Exactly. Yeah. And your offense gets the ball and takes it down the field, tie it up. Then you make a play on defense. You score again. And Kansas gets to thinking, well, you know what? They are better than us. Yep. So when you dick around and you don't do anything on offense, which they didn't. Yep. And it just, it's just, I don't well, know what they're going to do. Even at the half, <laughs> it was 10 to nothing. And I said, to my, I said to you, I said, I'm really not worried because I know how bad Kansas is and they're going to wake up. Well, they get the ball. It was a long drive. It took too damn long, but they, yeah. they put together a really nice drive and it's 10 to seven and they're getting ready to kick. They get, they kick it back to Kansas. Obviously I thought right there, they'll go three and out. Oh, you'll get it back. They'll mm -hmm. score in like a minute and this game's over. Kansas goes on like a seven minute drive and yeah. scores. Yeah, it's seventeen to seven with a minute and thirty seconds left in the third quarter. That's when I realized, no, we can't stop them, and mm -mm. we're going to get beat. And there yeah. were a few few plays I want to point out the positives. Mm -hmm. Seventeen seven, minute thirty to go. Oh, he's got the ball. 
you know, at 25 yard line, Lincoln Riley calls a reverse, which how, how you're in a position where, where you're in the third quarter late in the game and you got to call a reverse to spark your team. It's, it's right. incredible at Kansas. It was, it was a play call that changed the game. It did. Because he broke it for about 70 yards. They score in like 30 seconds, scored in like yeah. the next play or maybe the one after. Yeah. It's 17, 14. OU gets the ball back and then takes the lead, and finally they've got it, right? Wrong. Kansas is driving down to take the lead back, and they made a bonehead play, fumbled the ball. We get it back. Mm-hmm. It's 21 to 17. OU does nothing with it. It's a fourth and three. They run a quarterback counter on fourth down. They had to go for it. They're at midfield, but he had to go for it. He knew he couldn't stop them. They run a quarterback counter. One lineman didn't pull. The other lineman that did pull and run the play didn't block anybody. And then the receiver is supposed to crack back and block the edge. He didn't block anybody. Mm-mm. They stood there. All of a sudden, Caleb Williams versus three Kansas defenders behind mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage. Remember, he's got to get three yards. Somehow he, I mean, because it's Kansas mostly, mm-hmm. he gets by him and scores a touchdown. So there's game-saving play number one. Yes. Now, you're up 28-17. You're thinking, right. okay. That's now, when I thought. We, that's when I thought we had them. Right, you're thinking now. Hey, the game's over. I mean, they're, yes. they're, Kansas is done. Yeah. What five, six plays passing? I think, Nobody I was in twenty yards of guys. I think it was all five. Yeah. It was five passing plays. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Nobody within ten yards of the receivers. It was like uh, seven on seven. Yeah. Or a scrimmage against nobody. That's yeah, what it was so- like. It's like you're out there running dummy plays. And you don't even have a defense. And I was just like, this is the, that's the worst I've ever seen. It was off. And then I'll get the last one. Okay. So they get it back and they're on about the 40, right? Yep. Okay. Their own 40. Yep. They're up 28, 23. There was about three minutes to play, maybe three and a half, something like that. Fourth down. There was never any thought of Oklahoma punting the ball. Because Lincoln Riley knew they couldn't stop them. If they don't make the first down and give the ball back to Kansas on the 40, or even if they punted them down to the one-yard line, they're going to go score. Game's over. Yep. So he had to go for it, which in itself is a dumb call, but he he had to. Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't seen the play, YouTube it. Kennedy Brooks gets the ball on kind of an unimaginative play call. For sure, but you're playing Kansas and you're number three team in the nation. You think you can make one yard. Yep. He gets stuffed. And Caleb Williams takes the ball away from Kennedy Brooks and gets the first down yep. in a play I've never seen before. It's a it, it's it's the most amazing play ever. I, I jumped up and sc- it was a screaming of of thank God he did it, or we were yes. gonna lose. Yeah. Kennedy Brooks had three guys on him. Yeah. As soon as he got the ball. And thank God Caleb Williams grabs the ball right. from him, rips it away. Yeah. I mean, but, it still, but at the same time, I, I'm so happy and thrilled. and like, wow, it's amazing. This kid's unbelievable. Yeah. But it's like, you're trying to get a yard against Kansas and you're going to lose three? You had to go for it twice on fourth down in yeah. the fourth quarter against Kansas to win the game. That's – Unbelievable. It's a joke. And if he doesn't make, like I said, these plays that we point out, if if one of those plays weren't made, yeah. they would have lost the game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's pretty obvious to me that they are on defense for especially they're not playing hard. They're not playing with any effort. And yes, they got some guys hurt. Has been pointed out many, many times today on Oklahoma media. Their second and third string should beat Kansas pretty easy. Yeah. Because we've got a bunch of four stars and three stars and five stars. Kansas has got no stars on their team. The talent is not even close. So I I don't know where they go yet. Uh, Riley's got the toughest job he's ever had down yeah. there right now. I don't know whether this quarterback situation is tearing him apart. I don't know. I, there's, I don't think so. Can I ask but, a question? Yeah. Do you think Lincoln Riley hates Caleb Williams? Uh-oh. Oh, you froze. Hold on. You froze. <laughs> Man, just when we were getting ready to ask him something good, this happens. Don't see me. All right, Papa Dude, hopefully we'll join us back soon here. It uh, looks like he has had some technical difficulties and has froze on us. Uh, I think he was going to say, yes, he does hate him. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Russ, to your question, was the Big 12 protecting Oklahoma on that play? No, I mean, it was. it, it ended up being a legal play. Uh, oh, here we go. He's back on. You good? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, ha- what was the question again? Well, uh, I, yeah, I think he hates Spencer or uh, Williams. Yes. I don't know. Now, I think he is so afraid that Rattler is going to leave. Mm-hmm. And why do you want him anyway? Yeah. If he's that fragile and he can't take this, then get him the hell out of there. Yeah. That's the only thing I think of because Lincoln Riley and the Sooners would be six and two, maybe five and three, mm-hmm. if Williams wasn't on the team. Yeah, I know, and but the, he'll never say anything positive about no. Caleb Williams, and it's it is the oddest but, thing ever, and and I, I just don't get it. And on that great play, on that great play, he gave Kennedy Brooks credit. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. So, well, now Kennedy had something to do with that too. You know, he won't Imagine give Kennedy Caleb. Brooks was sitting there thinking, "What are you doing, guy?" You yeah, know, well, <laughs> Kennedy was trying to hold it, and he finally he looked up and saw it, and he, he took it away. The question here from Russ uh, that I was going to answer, and then he came back in, thankfully, uh, was was the Big Twelve protecting Oklahoma on that play? So I didn't think it was legal either, Russ. But how it was explained, it was a legal play since it was behind the line of scrimmage. That it was it it was a legal forward. Handoff. So that's that was the explanation because when they were viewing it, I, I told Heather, I said, I don't, I think it was a great play, but I don't think it's legal. Yeah, it, it was legal by by uh, the rules. So imagine the the rule book didn't have anything in there about that. They probably were thinking, what the hell is this? I've never seen this before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was it was strange. And like I said, thank God it was legal. We would have lost. So, <laughs> um, uh, oh, for uh, okay, so the forward progress thing. The problem is the referee has to blow forward progress dead. So, yes, if the whistle would have blown, yeah, yeah 
um, but they didn't do that. So no, therefore the play was legal. I mean, you know, that was for progress stopped. I don't know. I mean, hey, I got one other thing about before I forget about Rattler. I see here where Russ put the, but the got the Jordan logo. I don't, anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of something. Okay. Rattler's over there on the sidelines. And did you notice he has a ball cap on? Yep. But it doesn't have anything OU on the ball cap. Yeah. You ever yeah. seen that before? No, I have not. He had the Jordan logo. That's all that was on the cap. The cap was white. It had the Jumpman yeah. logo, which you have to wear on the sidelines if you're an OU player because that's their sponsor. Right. But I've never seen anyone on the OU sideline has a cap on that doesn't have the OU logo. On. I haven't either. I haven't either. Now, I will say this. I thought Spencer uh, acted fine. On the, he did. On the he did. Let me problem with him. And, and for the fourth time out of eight games, I was not sure what quarterback would start the second half in an OU no. game this year. No, because bottom line is in lots and all this too, Williams was not very good. So. Not in the he was awful in the first half. Second half, he was better for sure. He threw the ball better. Yeah. He's missing wide open receivers. He's struggling, but he is a true freshman. Yes. He's gonna struggle. Riley knows that. Mm -hmm. And that's another re but Lincoln's gonna have to just realize that this is his team now and not Rattlers. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes down there. Lincoln Riley knows a hell of a lot more about what's going on in Oklahoma than I do. And, and I trust final comment on this one. And again, I, I'm with you, Russ. Like, was his forward progress stopped? Maybe. Absolutely. But they didn't, they didn't call, they didn't call it. They didn't blow the whistle. So everything was um, going to be up and up. But the one thing about it, the Big 12 is not protecting Oklahoma this year no. or ever again. Hmm. So <laughs> who's this here? I don't oh. know. This is very nice. Uh Samo hates Baker says, Papa dude, your son is my hero. Glad I made it. How about that? Thank That's you very much. Good. I, I did not know that. You don't know who that is? I Well, I, I do know who this is relative to the fact that uh, we see this person pop up on our feeds every once in a while, but he always has, he or she always has a funny uh, name. So we never really know who it is. All right. but, uh, I've never seen you, he or she, whoever you might be on the show here. So I'm glad you're here with us, and I hope yeah. we uh, hope we entertain you. You missed the, last the best part. Minutes. You you missed the best parts on the thing. Yeah, you might fast or rewind. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a little rant, but let's move on because uh, that's listen. Well, you know, Aaron, some people are probably disappointed that I didn't rant more than I did. I've had two days to get over it, and I was well, by my, I was by myself Saturday because Sandy does not watch OU games with me because she's smart and yeah. she does not to get it. You know, so anyway. At halftime, with my uh, heartburn condition I have now, I can't really drink much anymore. But <laughs> I'm going through thinking, what in the hell am I going to find a drink? Because I'm going to get so drunk tonight that I won't be able to get out of bed for four days. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what I was going to drink. I, I found some vodka. I thought maybe that might that might work. But that's all well, that It's funny, guys. He called me at the half. He said, hey, we're going live if they lose. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I said, all right, that's fine. Um, oh, yeah, the, this, you guys uh, never know when we're live. I And I don't know how this works. Magic would probably know better than me. But I believe if you subscribe on our YouTube page, you do get alerted. Uh, I, I believe that's what Magic has told me. So you might 
try to subscribe to us on YouTube. Or, you might already, and maybe you don't get alerted. I have or even Facebook. Facebook, you get a notification too. Yeah, you also get a notification on Facebook as well. So you, you could you could maybe uh, try that. I, I don't know. I, I don't subscribe to us. I, I try not to know when we're live. So <laughs> yeah, Russ, I, I was kind of rooting. Uh, Russ says that would have been awesome content. I was kind of rooting oh, to lose for a second. That would have Well, good. we'd had to bleep out most of it. Yeah, yeah. It would have not been good. All right, we got to move on. There were there were yeah. some other things to talk about. Cincinnati, they kind of look like us for a little bit of this. They go to Navy and they win twenty-seven to twenty. This was not impressive, uh, but you know, not a whole lot to say. They got the win. I watched a lot of this one. Alabama wins fifty-two twenty-four over Tennessee. They did not look good for a lot of this game. They pulled away late to make this a blowout. I, let's see if you agree with this comment or not. Okay. I think Georgia is a seven and a half point favorite over Alabama right now. And maybe even more. I think they're going to beat them. I do too. Alabama defensively is not very good. They're not. And Georgia is. And I think some teams have kind of figured out how to slow down, you know, their freshman quarterback at Alabama. He didn't look very good in this game for a long time. So right. I kind of think Georgia, this is their year. I, I don't think Alabama's great. Uh, no, let's move on. Was, that was once 31, 24, wasn't it? Oh, it was 31-24, and, and Tennessee had the ball a couple right, times down right. seven with a chance yeah. to tie it and couldn't. And, I, Russ, I'm so sorry. If you bet Tennessee plus 25, oh, God, to be sick. terrible loss. you got to be sick. Oh, that's terrible. It was a great bet. It was a great bet, and they should have covered it. Um, yeah. Let's move on, though. Uh, uh, Ohio State, this is the team, I think, that's starting to find their groove. I would bet anything they're going to be in the college football playoff. Me they too. went 54 to seven. They've looked really impressive since that loss to Oregon. About Michigan, they win and they set up the game against Michigan State this weekend. Both teams undefeated 33 to seven, Michigan over Northwestern. Um, that's got to be the game of the week, right? Michigan, Michigan State coming up. Oh, it definitely is. And how are you going to pick that one? That's going to that be tough. Really, that, that's pretty close. Uh, I think Michigan's a four and a half point favorite. I think that's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, going in there. Two, two teams so similar. We'll talk about it more on Thursday, but good win for Michigan. That was yeah. That's a game they could have been looking ahead, and they took care of business. Pretty impressed with them. Yes, yes. I, I, I think they just keep on churning out victory after victory. Got the toughest games up on their schedule, but they've, yes. they've passed a couple of tricky tests, so we'll yeah. see if they can do another one. Very similar teams, Michigan, Michigan State. Mm -hmm. How about this one? How wild was that Penn State game in nine overtimes? Illinois – Upsets Penn State, 20-18. to 18. Um, Shocking, obviously. I don't have to ask you, were you shocked by this? Yes, you were. But the question coming out of this, what do you think of the new overtime system? Stupid, 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 stupid. Agree, 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 agree. I don't know why you monkey with something that's pretty good. And, now, and then last year, this was even better. After the second overtime, then when you score a touchdown, you got to go for two. Yep. Okay. Well, that's what they need to do instead of to sit there and go for two every time. I, I just, that's going to be changed. That'll be changed after this game. I now, mean, can you imagine going seven times trying to get a two point conversion and finally one of, you know, some, well, I guess they both did one other yeah. time there. Now, but. I want to be clear. Penn okay. State fans, if you are blaming the new overtime system on this loss. Oh, no. Yeah. Get a life because yes. that is you lost because you are a joke. I mean, yeah. they had 100 chances to win this game. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, 
the, the lesson here, if it's not broke, don't fix it. To it, me, and I, I no, there's no love lost between me and the NFL. I don't like the NFL. I yeah. think the overtime rule is the dumbest, stupidest thing I've ever heard because you play 60 minutes, the game's tied. You flip a coin to see who gets the ball first. If you go down and score a touchdown, the game is over, and the other team that's played their ass off for 60 minutes doesn't even get a chance. Yeah. That is not fair. No. Not fair at all. No. Each team should at least get a chance. I love the college overtime rule before. I've been at some games. That's the most exciting thing. Yeah. It's just really good. I heard Bob Stoops talking about it. He thinks Mm -hmm. they ought to start on the 40 instead of the 25. I agree. And that might make more sense the more I think about it. But yeah, this was not good. Even though I watched every single one of them, I'll say that. Well, I mean, it, it, this wasn't, it's not like this wasn't exciting. I was, yeah. I mean, it was exciting, but this isn't how you, how do you decide? Yeah. A game. It's no. just not. I agree. Oh, first of all, the college overtime is great it, it, before this change. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I agree with Bob. Start at the 40. That way it's not an automatic field goal if you don't yeah. get in the yards. Because how it is now 25, at least you've got it. It's not that it's exactly. automatic you're going to make it, but you've, you've got a pretty solid tip. You start yeah. at the 40 and you you run three plays and don't get any yards. Well, you either have to go for it or kick like a you know 60-yard field goal. I'm with, I'm with Stoops. Move back to the 40 and, yeah. and take it back to where it was where there isn't this two-point conversion bullshit. I yeah. mean, this was dumb. I'm sorry. And the, and the other point was like, well, we want to shorten the game. It went nine overtimes. You didn't do that. <laughs> the first nine overtime in history. Yeah, so I agree. That's gonna. That's definitely going to get changed. All right, we, we went long on OU, so we'll kind of wrap this up a little bit quicker here. But this one we do have to talk about a little bit uh, in depth. 24-21, Iowa State beats Oklahoma State here. Uh, it was a game like we thought. Just a slugfest, close yes. game, going to go down. Kind of that typical Iowa-Iowa State game. It's going to be 24-21. Do they make the field goal or the other team makes the field goal? Today or last week was Iowa State. Um, Listen, Mike Gundy, he's got to grow some balls at some point. I mean, my God. Fourth and one, the game's tied. You're on like the, you know, the, the Iowa State 17 and you kick a field goal. I mean, he never, he just never plays aggressive in these big games. It gets him beat. When you're on the road, you got to go for it. You just have to. Yeah. That was a great football game. Though. It was. I enjoyed it mainly because I got it right. <laughs> but I, and I hate Oklahoma State. And, but that, I thought they played good. I really did. They proved a lot again to me. They're tough. And Iowa State just did what they had to do to win. Mm-hmm. They played extremely well. What a game. That was a really, really good game. And how many times have you seen a team that's a seven-point favorite and wins and the fans storm the field <laughs> like they beat the you know a big underdog, you know, and they were fair? I thought that was pretty good. But I, I would have stormed the field too. That was a tremendous game. It really was. Uh, you saying he ain't a man? He's 40. That's uh, <laughs> the great Well, line. it's questionable. <laughs> Iowa State storming the field was was – hilarious like you said yeah hey they got the best fans they got tremendous fans they sell that place out and they've not been very good over the years i mean yeah. they got they they are really good fans for yeah. sure um yeah i was i was happy to see iowa state win anytime yeah. oklahoma state loses it makes me happy mm-hmm. um and you know we still got to play both of them and oh, uh, yeah. and baylor 
We're up to get a lot better. All right, Oregon, I thought they were impressive here. They pulled off a 34-31 win. I didn't think UCLA played bad either. I thought that was a really good game between two pretty decent teams. So uh, hats off to Oregon there. Can they kind of – well, I'm gonna. I'm not going to ask you that because I got, I got something else I'm going to bring up here at the last. So I'm just going to go on, and I'll save that question I was going to ask. Uh, LSU, we kind of debated what they would do. They didn't play very well in this game. Ole Miss wins 31-17. LSU, they're now 4-4. Four and four. What do you think? Maybe one or two more wins for them. They're, they look done to me. Well, I think so too. And and they deserve to. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't know why you fire the coach in the middle of the year, why you don't wait. Yeah. Unless there is some allegations we don't know about. So there might be some stuff going on down there. Uh, I thought that was a really good win for Mississippi, though. Yep. And, and they got a big one this week. So yeah, they go to Auburn. And yeah. Definitely one we'll be talking about soon yeah. on uh, the Thursday show. Notre Dame, they kind of just workmanlike, took care of business, 31-16. This was never really in doubt. Big, I, I'm not going to say a big win for Notre Dame, but a, but a nice, smooth, easy victory for Notre yeah. Dame. Uh, Wake Forest puts up 70, <laughs> gives up 56, but puts up 70 <laughs> in a win against Army, so Wake Forest stays undefeated. I wonder, if, I wonder if Army has ever played a game where they scored 56 points and lost. I, I bet they haven't. I bet they haven't either. <laughs> that game was back and forth. They were going on when we were playing, and it was just yeah. they come in every five seconds with highlights yeah. of, of deep scoring. Uh, Wake Forest pretty darn good offensively. Offensively, they are. But defensively, yeah, they're, they're really bad. A&M, uh, they stomp South Carolina 44-14. Funny, I said, I'm going to go South Carolina over 10.5 in this game. They were <laughs> shut out until like six minutes left in the game, and they scored 14 points. So. Oh, you got that one by luck. Listen, that was my week, though. Even when I was looking like I was going to be wrong in games, I'd get them right uh, with those team totals. So I felt great. Do you, do you realize, I was writing an article today mm-hmm. on the conferences and stuff, if A&M, they've lost two conference games, had they beat Mississippi State, they'd be in the running to knock Alabama out of the playoffs. They would. Because they beat them head to head. they got to be kicking themselves. Of course, you know what? This is the way they are. Had that had they been maybe undefeated going into that game and that against Alabama, they'd have choked and got beat. Oh, they would have got beat. Yeah. There's no doubt. They won that game because Alabama wasn't wasn't ready to play. Right. And they right. got them in the hole and then they were able to make enough plays yeah. late to win. But yeah, yeah. they would have lost if yeah, it would have been something. Um yeah, well, for the conference, I should say. Yeah. Uh 31 30. How about this? North, North Carolina State. My God. Yeah, that was that wasn't a good effort by them. No, Miami is terrible. Yeah, you can't give up 31 to them. No, down there in loss, you should be embarrassed. That was a terrible loss for North Carolina State. San Diego State wins 20 to 14. I thought that was a really tough game to go it to was. Air Force and they won. I, I still don't think they're great, but that was yeah. a gritty win, I thought. Had him down, had him down 20 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they jumped out on him and then yeah. they just held uh, on got, at the end. You got Fresno State this week. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? They, they've got the three the tough teams in the Mountain West: Fresno, uh, Nevada, and Boise, which is yep. not as good as usual. But they got all three of them in San Diego. Yep, they could yep. run the table. They could. Yep. This is a huge one this week. They definitely could run the table. One team that's you talk about losses that kicking themselves right now: Pittsburgh six and one. They beat yes. Clemson twenty-seven to seventeen in a game that in the second half they just beat their ass. Um, they lost to Western Michigan, second game yeah. of the year. If not, they would be 7-0. That's right. And so that's in the ACC, they could be un- they could have gone undefeated. 
They could have. They could have. Yeah. Because uh, Clemson any good. Clemson's bad. They're bad. Yeah. yeah. They're a bad football. Y- you know what? You have to wonder now. If they don't make a quarterback change, it must be because they don't have anybody. Well, they did pull the quarterback in this game, so we'll see if he start or the new guy starts. But he didn't do much better. Um, yeah. It's it's, it's bad. a bad deal. It's a, it, I mean, it, it, it just shows you when you don't have a quarterback, you're not any good. Yeah, you know? yeah, gotta have one. Russ says the UTSA coach already getting called by Texas Tech. Yeah, if you missed it, Texas Tech fired Matt Wells uh, today, so. Uh, they'll come to Norman with a new coach. Sonny Cumbie will take over, former quarterback uh, for uh, Texas Tech and obviously uh, offensive coordinator there. But, yeah, to UTSA, I thought they might lose this when they go to Louisiana Tech. They win 45-16. to 16. You talk about teams that could run the table. They, they UTSA is now 8-0. and 0. I've looked at their schedule. It yeah. ain't hard. They got a they shot. Got, they got uh, UTEP next. UTEP's pretty good. Yep. And it's at UTEP. That's their big one. Then they've got to play UAB, and that's in San Antonio. And UAB UAB's not as good as usual. Yep. Then they would have to go through uh, the conference championship game, and Marshall's over on the other side that they would probably have to play. They're not as good as usual, so they got a great chance. And by the way, uh, Bozo the clown could come in as a coach at Texas Tech and score forty on Oklahoma this week. <laughs> well, well, there you go. All okay. right, so who's coaching them? Yeah, well, Sonny Cumbie, uh, he's probably going to throw it 90 times. This I week. would. I Hell, I would. There's no doubt. <laughs> All why, right, let's go. To why the, would you not? Well, I know. I, I'm yeah. with you. Okay. Let's go to the last one. Wisconsin 30, Purdue 13. Uh, you were you were mm-hmm. making fun of Purdue and uh, Wisconsin. They they just smoked them. Purdue, what? I mean, Iowa lost to Purdue. What a joke. It is. <laughs> it's, and I'll tell you what. I was looking at Iowa's schedule. I don't know if they'll win another game. Well, <laughs> they have a type of schedule they could win out or they could lose all of them. Well, they got yeah. they go to Wisconsin this week, and Wisconsin's yeah. playing better. Yeah. And Iowa can't score. No. Well, that's law will end up 13 to 10. And they got to go to Minnesota. Minnesota's playing great. Yes, they are. I wouldn't bet a nickel on them going to Nebraska. You know, that's no. not going to be easy. Mm-mm. And that's three of their games left. I, I don't – they may have a clunker in there somewhere against somebody. Oh, I think – yeah, because that other side is so bad, yeah. the other side of the Big Ten. But they're they're going to struggle to win the division. They've got – their other game is Illinois. Uh, okay. But, you know, Illinois just went to Penn State and won, so we'll see. Yeah. See what and when you can't that. score, when you can't score, you're vulnerable against anybody. That's right. Yep. You may have Indiana. No, they already beat them. Yeah, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. They can't score, and every game's going to be close. So yeah, and there you go. Somebody's bet. They said that my, uh, Minnesota bet hit. Thanks, Papa Dude. Yeah, Minnesota easy. Yeah, yeah. they're they're. I've liked them all along. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, you know, they're another one. They lost a game. Uh, God, who was it that beat them? It's like, how in the hell did you lose that game? Uh, can't remember. They lost Ohio State, and then they lost. Terrible team. Oh, Bowling Green. Bowling Green. That's right. Yeah. Wow. They'd be six and one. They'd be probably number four. Yeah. <laughs> come to the AP. Russ says, let's do another hour. Oh, no, we're about done here, Russ. Uh, but <laughs> like to do another hour, Russ. <laughs> we will finish up on this. Right now, you go to the website. By the way, this is a, a, a great website because of Papa Dude. He puts out a ton of articles every week. So if you like Papa Dude, you can go and read his thoughts as well. 
Right now, uh, racingdudes.com slash sports is how you get there. Or you could just go to racingdudes.com and then click on other sports. And then I, there all the articles will be. Right now, you see the three articles he's got up on the college. Uh, uh, you know, they're kind of, kind of college wrap-up for the week. And then you could go over here, and then there's the New Orleans at Seattle uh, article as well. I'm going to click on this one here. It's how we see it after week eight of college football. Scroll down. We did this last week. We'll do it again. Down at the bottom, Papa Dude's got uh, the updated his uh, percent chances that these teams are going to make the college football playoff. Let me zoom in on this a little bit for you guys. I think I did it too much there. There we go. Now you can kind of see it a little bit better. Uh, you got, let's see, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12. You got 13 teams that you kind of think have a shot here. Um, Georgia at 80%, I still think they're like 95%. They, they, well, you're probably right. And as I said last week, I've seen so many crazy ass things happen that we didn't think was going to happen that I'm not going to go all the way yet. Uh, they're, they could, they, this is stupid to say, they <laughs> could lose this week at Florida in that rivalry game. It's kind of a nutty game. Do you realize I saw this today? They're, they're 14 point favorites and they've been so much more favored over some of these other teams that are better than Florida, in my yeah. opinion. So the rivalry game factor is probably in that. If they win that, I'll jump them up to 90% probably because they got nothing left after this game. I, they got to go to Tennessee, but they'll take care of that. So, yeah, I, I just, I just don't listen. The Florida game is tricky for them. That's like OU Texas. It is. You know, Georgia, Florida, that's, that's a weird game. Mm -hmm. Had trouble in the past with them. So that's kind of interesting. If they win this one, which I fully expect they will. Yeah. They do. It's smooth sailing all the way to Alabama in the championship game. And again, that's a game. The only, the only thing that could happen in a championship game is if Alabama beat them like 50 to nothing or something. You know, right. just blew, blew them out. Blew them out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. I agree. It's 100% if they beat Florida. I really agree with you. You're with, probably right. With Russ on that. Mark, uh, uh, to Mark's question, or, or not question, comment. I don't know what the spread is on the Kansas game next week, but take the opponent. OU was their Super Bowl this year. I agree. Their opponent's Oklahoma State. I have not looked at the spread yet. It's at Oklahoma State. I bet they get beat by yep. 45. And, and Vegas doesn't have any respect for Oklahoma State, so that line's liable to be 22, 23, 24 points. When we, before we get off here, I will look up that line. Uh, I haven't I haven't looked ahead quite yet, Adam. Uh, I do that on uh, when, uh, Tuesdays. So we'll, we'll get to it. Okay, Cincinnati, 65% chance. I'm with you. I, I think they're right there if they went out. I really believe if they went out, they're in. They're in. And I, here's the main reason. You got Alabama third at 40%. I have no problem with that, by the way. But I think the likelihood of Georgia beating Alabama is mm -hmm. getting greater and gra greater every week. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, Cincinnati is a lock to get in, in my opinion. Yeah, here's what could happen to knock them out. We, me and you have talked about this. If Alabama beats Georgia, and it's close, mm -hmm. both of them are in, no question. Yeah. If Ohio State goes through the Big Ten and wins out, they're going to have to beat a lot of really good teams to do it. It's going to bump them way up. And if somehow Oklahoma goes undefeated, they will win out over Cincinnati just because of who they are. No doubt. No doubt about that. And it uh, ain't right. It's not right. And I'll be the first to say it. It's not right. Mm -hmm. 
because Oklahoma would go into the number four and Georgia would beat them 400 to nothing. And I don't want to see that again. So yeah, that's the only way I see if Cincinnati runs the table, that's the only way I see them not making it. Uh, just, uh, and thank you for this, Russ, Oklahoma state minus 30 and a half. That's the line right now. I'll take Oklahoma I'll take state. Oklahoma state. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal, though. Oklahoma State might be flat, too. Yeah, but now it's at home. I think they'll kill them. Oh, I'd take them, too. Well, listen, we'll talk about that a a little bit later. We mentioned Ohio State, or at least I did. I thought their their playoff chances just keep going up and up. 35% now. The reason I I have them a little bit low is because of the Cincinnati factor. And also, they're going to have to beat – maybe an undefeated Michigan team mm-hmm. or Michigan state, whichever one wins that game. And well, they're going to have to beat them both. You know, they're both really good teams. And then you're going to have to win. A, they probably won't have any trouble in the big 10 championship game, but they've got some toughies left and don't forget they're running up these scores against shitty teams. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know yet. We'll find out a lot about them this week. Penn state. I- it's not very good, but you know what? They'll play awful hard. I'll tell you what, Ohio State, I know they're playing shitty teams. I've seen, like, not OU of this year, obviously, but I've seen OU lose a game early and start mm-hmm. racking up these kind of wins and finish strong, and I, I've seen OSU do it too, so yeah. uh, being Ohio State. So no. I, I'm a big believer in them. Oh, I'm sudden. high on them. I'm high on them. No uh, Mark says, Georgia and Cincy can go undefeated, and then you're looking at a bunch of two lost teams. That. It's just possible that that possible. could happen because the Big Ten could definitely beat up on each other here. Uh, I don't think a two loss is coming out of the Big Ten. I don't either. I think one of them is going to survive with just one loss. So, uh, and we'll you got another that. one. I don't. Uh, we'll get to them here in just a minute. Um. All right. Let's go. I'm trying to read these comments and and and, and do this. Uh, well, Michigan and Oklahoma at thirty percent. Uh, I. I I jumped Michigan up 5%. I dropped Oklahoma down 10%. Yeah. I, Michigan, if they beat Michigan State, that's why I moved them up. I kind of think they're going to. You got to bring them up in there at least 30% because then, you know, if they can go to Penn State and beat them. Then it comes yeah. down to them in Ohio State. Who knows? It's at Michigan. So, yeah, I that's know. what I'm thinking. Oklahoma's too damn high. Well, I'll say this. And the comment says, Oklahoma at five, listen to your heart, Papa Dude. Their schedule is not hard. If OU can somehow just get it together yeah, halfway, but- they could go undefeated. They're going to have to play so much better than what they're playing, though. Well, they're going to have to, obviously. And I'm not saying they're going to. And maybe you do have them a little high. But because of their schedule, they're still in it. And they're right. in it. And they're undefeated. So yeah. you got to keep them up there. Yeah, you do. Notre Dame at 20%. I think that's good. You said it last week. You think they'll just quietly under the radar. Well, keep that's a one-loss team. I don't think they're going to lose again. Yep. So that would be one that let that Mark's theory out about a bunch of two-loss teams. I don't. I don't see them. By the way, this is my line of the week. You ready for this? Yes. Where'd it go? <laughs> well, I got 50 million things written down here. Uh, North Carolina 
plays Notre Dame this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Notre Dame, three and a half point favorite. Are you kidding me? Is the game at North Carolina? No. Oh, it's in, it's in South Bend? Yes. Oh, come on. They'll kill them. They'll beat the shit out of them. That's my lock of the week. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, Notre Dame at 20% if they can win. Uh, we'll see if they lock. Uh, we'll see if that lock comes in. We'll see if you stick by that on Thursday. Well, uh, it's a little lot between now and Thursday. Michigan State, 15%. Yeah, exactly. Michigan State, 15%. They've got all the big games ahead of them, just like Michigan, just like Ohio State. Same boat. Uh, Oregon, uh, Pac-12 teams kind of maybe back in a big win. If they can win out, they've got a shot. Well, that, SM- would, be another, that would be another one-loss team, see. Right. Yep, that have a shot. SMU, listen, if they beat Cincinnati. Well, that's different. I don't think they're going to, though. No, I don't either. But if they, you have to you have to put them on here because they're undefeated and they got the shout yep. to beat Cincinnati. Right. Iowa at five yeah. percent. I mean, if they went out, they could. They're that's in, why I put them on there. But yeah. they're <laughs> anyway. mathematically still alive. Yeah, uh, for sure. And if Wake- they want, if they want out, that means yep. they would beat a very, very good team for the yep. Big Ten championship. So yeah, I mean, they're mathematically still alive. They went yeah. out there in it. Is mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's a one percent chance, not a five percent chance, but yeah. they do have to be on the list. Wake Forest, San Diego State, I think you got about right. Yeah, yeah, Wake, so, Forest. I mean, Wake Forest isn't going undefeated. Well, no, they're not, but they're undefeated, so you have yeah. to keep them on the list until they get beat. They're in a power conference and they're undefeated. And then San Diego State would be a, a big time long shot, but. Yeah, they're there. They're undefeated. And maybe, yeah. you know, if absolute chaos happened, maybe they yeah. can somehow get in. <laughs> All right. Uh, gosh, I had a lot of comments here. Yeah. Oh, Papa dude over here sponsoring post-it notes. Yeah. You got them all. <laughs> all wrote down on the post-it. What's that? <laughs> you ought to see this desk. Oh, I don't know if I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I need to start using post-it notes. Hey, I've got, look at this. I have one too. <laughs> I've got it around the desk. Uh, uh, Heather, it's, it's my, uh, I've got my annual go. uh, doctor visit. And I'll, I'll forget <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I don't, I I don't go to the visit. doctor. I don't go to the doctor. I'm afraid they'll find something wrong with me. So I don't go. Yeah. How about this? We'll, we'll end it. We're, we'll end it with this. When's the last time you went to the doctor? Oh boy, let's see. I went to a chiropractor about that. Doesn't count. Nope, that doesn't count. Mm, 20 years ago, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jinx me. Don't jinx me. For real, you haven't been to a doctor in 20 years. Uh, yes, I'm going to back off of that. I'm about 10. About 10. About 10 years. Okay. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I was stressed and went and got some. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. I think that may have been your midlife crisis. I think. No, that was 20 years ago. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you go to a doctor and you tell them you're stressed, they'll give you anything. They don't. Well, I know. I'm going to listen. It's Friday. I'm going to tell him I'm really stressed. (laughs) I still got some of those pills, too. I never did take them all. Never took them, huh? No, they were. They were good. Yeah, I take one every once in a while if I'm in trouble sleeping. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, don't, let's don't talk about it because I'm afraid any day, you know. 
fall well, apart. I don't know. <laughs> if we want to talk about the reality of life, uh, yeah, we could we could do that. I don't. Well, really I'm, trying, want to. I'm trying to put that out as long as I can. <laughs> put that out as long as I can. Well, I mean, they're right. always in the show on something stupid, and you know, we we're keeping with tradition. Yep. Uh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I, I'm afraid. Okay, I know what I was going to say. Okay, I will be the worst patient ever. Yeah, I've been in the hospital one time. Remember mm -hmm. when I broke my arm? Yep. And I was supposed to spend the night. <laughs> and anyway, well, first of all, we got time for this. Three minutes. Well, I mean, we're only twenty-four minutes over, but let's talk about the time. What the hell is twenty-six? You know. So Go ahead. anyway, so. The surgery is, I, I just destroyed my elbow, just yeah. destroyed it. So the surgery was supposed to be at 11 and it was supposed to last two hours. So I remember when I came to, I, there was a clock and it was like 4.30, you know, and I'm kind of groggy and I'm thinking, what the 4.30? Something went wrong. Am I still alive? I'm in heaven and hell. Where the hell am I? So anyway, so he goes, well, we had some problems. Everything seems to be all right. But, uh, the doctor says maybe you ought to stay tonight and then you go home in the morning because mm -hmm. you might be in real pain. Yep. I said, okay, I'm groggy. See, I don't, I don't really know. So they get me up to the room and I get in there. <laughs> and of course, you know, you, you wouldn't know. You've never been to the hospital. You got, I huh? I have. Really? Well, I didn't yeah. stay overnight, but I've been in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, well. They put you in these damn gowns and your ass is hanging out of them and yes. everything else. See, and I had my arm, it was strapped up kind of like this. And I, yeah. I was so uncomfortable and yeah. I was in some pain. And over on the other side of me, there was a guy who had Alzheimer's. Yeah. And there was like 10 people in the room. Okay. And who, you remember the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Well, that was on TV. I remember that. Anyway. He's hooting and hollering and making all these sounds, and I'm in pain, and I don't feel that bad anyway. And I, I turned to your mother, and I said, get my ass out of here right now. Because the guy told me, he said, the doctor said you ought to stay, but it's up to you mm -hmm. whether you do or not. I said, get my ass out of here right now. I can't stand another minute of it. It was snowing outside, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she goes, well, I was going to kind of leave because I needed to get home. I said, yeah, I understand that. I said, get my ass out of here. So the nurse was getting kind of pissed off at me. So anyway, she comes in there and I said, I want my ass out of here and I want my ass out of here now. I can go home. You can't make me stay here. She said, listen here, buddy. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not listening to your crap. I said, what I have to do. She said, you got to get up and go to the bathroom. I said, well, get my ass up. <laughs> And then she said, and then you got to eat something. I said, get something up here. What are you waiting on? So I said, is that all I got to do? Yeah. So yeah. I did and everything. I, I remember I ate some kind of shitty pudding. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Pudding or something. And she goes, you're going to be in so damn much pain when you get home. And I said, I don't really give a shit. I'm going to be a lot more comfortable at home than I am here. And you know what? I went home and I wasn't in any pain. Because <laughs> I took like seven of those pain pills and I slept like a baby. I remember when you did this. Uh, oh, yeah. I was in high school. Probably. I was. And my brother, I was senior in high school. 
Yep. Two my things. brother was working at the store. We, you were at the sporting goods store. Yep. And what what he did, guys, he was there was kind of a pothole when he walked to to go get the mail. The the mail there was like a oh, like a station. And there was like eight different people that worked or that that had uh, uh, places at this shopping center. That's where they get the mail. mail. Where you get the mail? The strip mall. Yeah, it, correct. Yeah, I was trying to think of strip mall. Strip mall. Yeah. But uh, anyway, there's a pothole and he fell, he, he stepped in it and he, he, I mean, and you said it, you tore the shit out of that elbow. Well, you know, I went down and there's a McDonald's across the street Yeah. and my arm is dangling. It's just freaking dangling. Like yeah. it's hanging by a string. Yeah. So I grabbed it up like that and I about pissed my pants when I did it. It hurt so bad. But the first thing I did was I looked across the street to see if anybody saw me fall down. <laughs> well, like I said, it, it, you could see if you if you could see like the setup, you could see how it could happen. Because right yeah. when you turn and because I've stepped in it too many times, I've gotten nailed there a million <laughs> times. Uh, you know, worked there forever, and you oh. can fall. You it can happen. But um, so I wasn't surprised, but I'll never forget that day. I, well, what was I, funny was I was by myself yeah. at the store because your mom had went home to, to uh, eat. So I go in there and I lock the door because I'm dying. You yeah. know, I'm white as a sheet. I'm probably going into shock. And anyway, my arm is, you know, I'm, I'm having to hold my because yeah. it went boing. <laughs> so I call her and I said, I just broke my arm. Yes. <laughs> How do you know? I said, well, that come sounds out like here. my mom. Yeah. I said, come out here and I'll show you. <laughs> how do you know? Well, you know, I... you call and you said, hey, I just broke my arm. She goes, well, how do you know? <laughs> well, she goes, well, can I finish eating? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I got the door locked. It's be all right <laughs> if I don't pass out. Well, so she comes out here and she goes, you know, she's concerned and all that. And so she looks at it and she goes, yep, I think it's broke. <laughs> Thank and you, doctor. Drive me to the hospital yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, we got a hospital in Aurora, but they don't set arms. They don't They don't mess with broke. Have you ever heard of a hospital that doesn't mess with broken bones? If you go to the hospital in Aurora with a broken arm, you'll be dead in an hour. Trust me. <laughs> so we have all the way to Springfield and, and anyway. No, it's 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 funny though. Uh, <laughs> I remember when that happened because I was at school and I had to come yeah. into work after school. Yeah. And I walked in and I'm like, "Where's where the hell's mom and dad?" And my you know it was my brother there. And yeah. He's he's like acting weird. He's like, "You you gotta sit down for this one." And I'm like. <laughs> I thought you. Were, I thought one of you had died. Yeah, the way well, he was acting, like him to be that way. Yeah, but but I think what it was, I, he came out there and he saw and he was like freaked out. Yeah. Like, I've never seen him like this. It's bad. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, oh, he just broke his arm. I was like, I don't give a shit that he broke his arm. I had a heart attack or something, you know. And I mean, well, I tell you one more story. This is when I found out why people do drugs. So I get up there to the hospital and they go, we're going to give you some morphine because what they were going to try to do was put it back into place and right. it hurt really bad. So they gave you some morphine. Wow. <laughs> I highly recommend that. Anytime you can get a hold of some of that. So, that's fantastic stuff. That's yeah. to, to round this all up. Let's round this all yeah, up. Yeah, it was good.
I went to the emergency. This this will tell you the worst pain in the world is a kidney stone. I went to the emergency room <laughs> finally. This is months. awesome. This I is- thought I had cancer. Like I really thought because I was, you know, it, so I had to sign. I was like, well, I've got cancer and I'm gonna die, and that's just uh, it's been a good life, you know. And they gave me all kinds of stuff, and it didn't touch the pain. <laughs> did they give you morphine? <laughs> I don't know that they gave me that actually. I don't think they did. But oh. anyway, yeah, um, yeah, man, what a what a what a story. I that's I, I didn't forget about the arm, but we hadn't talked about that in a long time. So well, I'll tell you. You've learned a lot since that kidney stone. That tells me that had to be some excruciating pain because you have done exactly what they told you to do. I've done it plus more. They said you need to drink four of these a day. I drink eight. (laughs) It ain't happening again, folks. That this guy, this guy used to be able to go to the OU game, not have to go to the bathroom. Now he goes about three times. Yes, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you something. If you know, listen, all you people that are still here and everybody stayed. We're not and really why I don't know. Maybe we need to do a comedy show. It might be but, better. I, I'm, I'm all for it. But I'm telling you, <laughs> if you never listen to me about anything before or after, oh. listen to this. Do whatever you can to prevent to get one of those. Okay. <laughs> do whatever yes. you can to prevent that from happening. <laughs> and Russ, I'm with you. It's like that will change if you never get a kidney stone. Give me the I remember, I remember one more time. I remember when your grandfather got one, your granddad got one. Uh-huh. He was mowing the yard. And I don't even know why I was not at home anymore. I don't even know why I was over there. And um he came in the house, and you're absolutely right. He said, Get me to the hospital, I'm dying. Yeah. And he had yeah, the pain was so bad. Well, I don't want to be like graphic, but I've been hurting for two or three days and I just thought I pulled a muscle or something and I went to the bathroom <laughs> and it was just re- bright red. Yeah. So what do you do when you see, okay, pee and blood. You think you're dying. Uh, you got cancer. What's the first thing that comes up? You've got cancer. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, it was 4th of July. Uh, and I was like, well, last 4th of July. Cause I'm, I'm done. This is over. Went yep. to the doctor and obviously they diagnosed kidney stone. But anyway, there you go. <laughs> hey, Michael, is this the Michael I know? Story, my story time with the coach is worth it. <laughs> Michael Healy, is this you? That's one of my old players, I think, unless you know a Michael Healy. I do not know a Michael Healy. Michael, so. good to hear from you, bud, if that's you. Um, how Russ, are you talking to me or or – pop a dude there i was my kidney stone was last year your arm was what probably what 2002 you would have broken 2002 my arm yeah i was thinking it was 2001 okay it could have been i was i was a senior i was a senior so that would have been 01 or 02 depending on depending on the year so it was it was 01 because it's right before christmas i think yeah yeah, yes, sir. Michael Healy is one of your f- former uh, players. So. Oh, great kid. You actually tuned in just in time to hear about kidney stones and broken arms. Yeah. So welcome to the dudes who best. Well, I, I had Michael for two years in class, so he's heard a lot of this before. So. Okay. Oh, God, he's heard way more than hey, this. Is, this guy right here is going to be something. He's one of the smartest kids I ever said. Mike, great to see you, buddy. 
Wait a second. Is Michael Healy the one you're saying going to Harvard maybe or something? Yeah, he was going, yeah. Yeah, you told me. You, Michael, he's told me about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah proud of him. That's, that's awesome. I yeah. I could not touch that. So. <laughs> yeah, Mike, we need to get together and talk, bud. All right. Well, there you go. This is the shout out show. A shout out a friend of mine. Yeah. Now shout out a friend of yours. So, uh, yeah. So, he said, Michael, you're going to have to start a podcast. <laughs> Guys, this has been the most fun I've ever had on a show. I, I really believe that. I, I absolutely love the people who you know, come in here to watch this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I say it every week. I just I can't thank you guys enough for, for supporting the show. I'm glad you like it. I hope we can keep entertaining like this. Um, listen, we're going to, we're going to finish it, but to end it, I am going to play magic's video that he made uh, to start the show for people who may have missed it. I'll play it as like our outro music guys. So, uh, make sure to look, uh, look for that magic, uh, added something, pay attention to the very end of this video. Magic added a little something special. So guys, we're going to sign off. Seahawks are ahead, Papa dude. So that bet's looking good so far. All uh, right. Any, any closing thoughts? No, I think we've talked enough. Mike, send me a Facebook request. I'd send you one, but I don't know how. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to get out of here. Thank you again so much, everybody. We'll see you right back here Thursday at noon Central Time. We'll be back talking about all the games. And, of course, you can always find us, uh, the podcast version, on uh, anywhere you find podcasts. We're there. So always make sure to check it out. If you can't watch us live, we're going to be right there. Or if you missed any of the show, uh, you're going to be right there. So, all right, guys, we'll see you back here Thursday once again. Thanks so much. We're going to play this video, and then, uh, like I say, we'll be out of here. So see you guys. Thanks, guys. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit.